morning. This is the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. You're getting all the fully charged without the music or ads. With now. Please welcome Graham and Nathan. Is there a game in that? Shoe size. He really likes it. Mm. Guess the shoe size. Guess the shoe size. You know I'm gonna guess. Guess the shoe size. Guess the shoe size. Okay, here we go. Celebrity suits. Oh, uh, the mic's coming up. A lot of these are women because, of course, they are because the internet is full of creeps. Paris Hilton, what size shoe do you think she's? And this is in UK measurements, not the US or the European measurements. So it's what we it's what we look at our shoe sizes. So what we we are Um, okay. Paris Hilton, four. She's a size nine. Oh, yeah. big foot. Now, this is from an article, uh, 10 celebrities with really big feet. So, here's a surprise. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kendall Jenner. Eight. Ten. She's an eight. Yes, one uh, Tyra Banks. Take note. Seven. Eight. Nine and a half. Oh, there's halves in here. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, we'll round it down. Uh, let's have a look. Round it down or rounding it up? I'll round it somewhere. <laughs> I'll allow it. The closest uh, to celebrity shoe size. See what shoe size. Ah, uh, here we celebrity go. Celebrity shoe size. Baby, you're a celebrity. Guess the shoe size. Guess the shoe size. Britney Spears. Six. Britney Spears. I would say seven. She's a six and a half. So I'll give it to both of you. Yes. Uh, Danny Minogue. Half a point each. Uh, six. I know Kylie's is small Whopper. feet. I'm gonna say five. She's a six and a half. Guess the shoe size. Nicki Minaj. Oh, seven. Eight. She's a seven. Look at this. I'm unreal at this game. Uh, Kate Moss. Six. Seven. Eight. Damn it. Michelle Pfeiffer. Eight. Seven. Eight. Yes! Lucy Lou. Eight. Six. She's a six. Uh, Nathan O'Reilly. Um, Nine. No. Eight. Callum, Nathan O'Reilly. No, eleven. A, ten. Damn right. Graham O'Toole? Eight. Nine. Classic eight. Uh, the same Callum. Eight, I'm an eight. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just ruined your game. Kylie Minogue. Three. Four. Uh, she's a five. Damn it. Oh my God, they've got really... They've they've, they've put up a, a little thing about me on Dublin One Hotel. Let's see. Oh, that's cool. Graham, the awesome Graham O'Toole. Oh, hey man. guys, I'm awesome. I like I, I like in the uh, all the promos for the six o'clock show yesterday. It was Dublin's favourite breakfast duo, Graham O'Toole Jim, and, Jim and Nubby. There's Dublin's <laughs> number three favourite breakfast duo, Jim Jim and Nubby. Um, I want everyone to have a great weekend. We have the awesome, happy Ed Sheeran weekend. Join us at Botanical for Street. Style food. Oh, they better feed. Oh, me. oh so you'll design that graphic. Pre-drinks and a party. We will have that's the. Our, that's our awesome. branding. Graham O'Toole. Yeah, I'd say they did that. Oh, you'll rewatch that film. Or, or sorry, I'm watching someone's Instagram there. Rewatch. You'll, you'll um, you will eat a meal there. I hope so. We'll definitely give you a bit of grub. A little, a little bit of grub. Do you think there'll be a bit of grub tonight? We have a oh, spin yeah. work oh, party. Yeah. Bit, what are we a thinking? Bit of scran, a bit of scran. Chicken dippers. Yeah. Oh, they had good we food are. at the. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, it's where it is. It's yeah. not going to be fancy. No. Oh, did they have food at the Emerald one? There yeah, was there did. was wings and goujons and wedges. That's I think. exactly what I'm maybe, looking for. Maybe some little sausages. That's what I'm looking for. Little baby sausages. You were wild the last time. 
Not last Saturday. Well, no, the the listenership or the radio awards. You were wild. Yeah, Carl, I wasn't. You, you were. You were. were. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no. he's eager. No, he's wild. Wait, he's wild when it's a free bar. Yeah, I forgot oh, about that. I was. I was all right tonight? until I realized that the bar was open, and then. Guys, do you think free bar tonight? Drink responsibly. Yeah, visit drinkaway.ie. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's 20 oh. years of the radio station. It's been it's 20 years old. What will you be on? Any Ginwe? I don't, I don't really want to drink. I can't share with this thing. Callum, why don't you want to drink? I don't want to go. <laughs> Callum, explain to me why don't you want to go? It's just been such a long week and I'm so tired and I have a very busy weekend. What would you what love you doing to the weekend? do? I'm seeing Ed Sheeran tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm God. going to Alan Partridge with Graham on oh, Sunday. Stratagem! I've just, I've been having what lots. Would you, what would you love to do tonight? We'd just chill. I would love to finish work when you normally finish at like 11. Go home. <laughs> have a nap. Have a little bit of a walk with Jess and then oh. just have a nice quiet Friday night and watch some classic Darren like, Brown. And get a take Oh, I love Darren Brown. Yeah, he's, all his stuff, I found it on the Channel 4 player. We gotta go. Guys, okay, I'm gonna take away tomorrow. Have a great weekend. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Okay, here we go. We're rolling. My name is Graham O'Toole, this man is Nathan O'Reilly Morning <laughs> Live across Dublin, this is the only way to start your day This is Ava Max Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Hey, we're the Jonas Brothers Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Hey Spin, it's Anne-Marie Fully charged with Graham and Nathan This is Ed Sheeran I'm fully charged I'm Julie Lieber I'm fully charged Hey, it's John Corey Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Right, you ready? Yeah, yeah is your number one hit music station. Fully charged with Graham and Nathan is on. I gotta tell you about what's going on inside my nose. I gotta. Go on. Because I, I haven't talked about it too much. I've said during the week that I do have a spot on my nose, but this one is different. Because I get very bad boils, Look, all right? you've said over the years that you have the awful smell of raw meat in your nostrils. That was a nasal infection I had for two years, which I left untouched. <laughs> I just kind of went on with it, and the doctor goes, how long have you had this for? I said, two years. There's a, there's a boil inside my nose. Right nostril? Right nostril. So instead of the boil coming out on my skin so I can put cream on top of it, it's inverted. It's it's growing inside my nostril, going and closing up my nasal cavity, or my no, or my nostril, not my nasal cavity, like my nostril. I can't blow my nose or anything because it's inside. Oh, would you have a go blowing your nose live on air? No tissue. Here, tissue. Producer Callum. I don't have a tissue. You must but have we've... a handkerchief okay, or something. I got... uh, two minutes. Past <laughs> See, producer Callum is in a stinker of a mood because someone left their fork on his desk. Well, I'm blaming Marty Guilfoyle. Okay, well, let's give away some prizes okay. now. Oh, he's cracking the whip. Lidl are having a massive warehouse clearance sale of all your favourite middle aisle items. Happening in Lidl, Tyrrellstown until Sunday and it's back again next Thursday to Sunday too. And every day we got a 200 euro voucher to spend at Lidl to give away. All you need to know... No. <laughs> Sorry, producer Callum, I've let you down New, there. new from the Teletubbies. <laughs> Will oh. not be there, but you might be able to get a hoover. <laughs> Don't know. All you have to do is solve Lidl's middle aisle riddle. Okay, I have a riddle for you right now. And it's a difficult one, okay? What loses its head in the morning and gets it back at night? Once more. What loses its head in the morning and gets it back at night? If you know the answer, give us a WhatsApp with your answer, plus your name and location to 087-711-1038. And we'll have a winner in five minutes. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. And we're delighted to say that Lidl 
are having a massive warehouse clearance sale of all your favourite middle aisle items happening in Tiddle... Oh, Tiddlestown. We're having a shocker this morning. <laughs> oh, come on, wake up! For some brother. reason, this has felt like a long week, but it's been a short week. But this has been the. I'm going to put it out there. Oh, How about no. this? Is this the longest short week there ever has been? Oh. We've all had shocking night sleeps. Yeah, it's been a long. Short week No I think it's been A short week for me Because I've been Sleeping so much Not in the evening time But in the afternoon Sleeping your days That away. makes a, a Shortened right, day There's no pl- such place As Tiddlestown It's Lidl in Tyrrellstown There we go D15 That's happening Until Sunday And guess what What If you can't do it This weekend It's back again Next Thursday To Sunday Again In Lidl Tyrrellstown. Wow. Okay, I think you've gotten away with what you did. There. I've just gone on their website. The amount of things that there are there. You can get like a massive jukebox, you know, that you can find in like the old school diners. Oh. They've got tellies. Yeah, um, I actually love a jukebox. Guys, guys. Hedge do, trimmers. Do you know the TV that I currently own? Yeah. Becca's father bought it in Lidl. Good so TV. you can get ah. so many great things there. An air fryer. I'd love a new air fryer. It's all about Lidl's Middle Isle Riddle today. A 200 euro voucher to give away. All right, Owen, how are things? Oh, I'm sorry, lad. Owen, me old flower, when I say Lidl, you say hell yeah. Lidl! Hell yeah! Sounds good to me, brother. That's a that's a lot of energy for this time of the morning, Owen. Uh, have, have you been up long? It's Friday, baby. It's Friday, yeah. And Saturday, Sunday, what? Any plans for the weekend? Um, I'm off for Wales, actually. Oh, brilliant. Nice Where one. in Wales are you going? Um, oh, I don't know. I forget. I just know. I just saw my mates picking me up in the airport. That's all I know. All right. So it's a little bit of a, a getaway with one of your mates. Yeah. Nice one. This sounds like an episode from Gavin and Stacey. It does, actually. Doesn't <laughs> it? Well, we would like to make your Friday even better, make you even better form by giving you a €200 Euro voucher to spend at Lidl. Nathan, what is Lidl's Medial Eye Riedel for the last time this week? <laughs> what loses its head in the morning and gets it back at night? It's a pillow. Owen, you are going to Wales with a €200 Euro Lidl voucher yeah! in your back pocket. Get in, Owen. Nice one. Not at all. Thank you. Can you, you do a good Welsh accent, Graham? I can. I go play a game of snooker. I go play a game of snooker in Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I'll take it. Have a great weekend, Owen. Bye. Thank you, too. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Now, working in radio, every now and again we get sent in stuff for PR. Is it fair to say that most of the stuff, it isn't great? It's tat. Most yeah. of us is, is, is tat and you throw it in the bin. But this one intrigued me. I've opened mine, Nathan. I you have haven't opened yours. Still in so the envelope. It's in a massive white envelope and it's got beautiful handwriting and it's addressed to Nathan O'Reilly, spin 1038, yada, yada, yada. I got one as well. Nathan, open her up there to, to reveal what's inside it's it. It's extremely light. Yeah. I, I'd like to say whilst you're opening it, uh, you're more than welcome to send stuff to me, Callum oh, Farmer. Here we Callum go. Doesn't need one the Rap God. I never get anything in the PR. But Rap God only. Callum hates when we get Just Eat vouchers and he doesn't get any. Oh. So, yeah, exactly. Well, this is very interesting. So, this is a PR drop for Poetry Day Ireland, which is happening on Thursday, the 28th of April, 2022. Visit poetryday.ie. But the interesting thing about this is. This is how you do PR drops. They sent us fortune cookies. Have you 
bitten into your fortune cookie yet? I opened up one. What? So we've got two fortune cookies each. I would love if the four of them were different fortunes, but I'm afraid that we have the exact same fortunes in our cookies, and they just... Okay, kind of blank, blanket done it. So, so I'll, what I'll was your first my fortune first one cookie? Here. Well, I haven't opened... When I crack it open properly, let's see what our fortune holds. Do you actually eat fortune cookies? Or I no, don't. No, they look like a giant skip. Oh, they're lovely. Do they taste They're like nice? a shortbread. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I might have that with the coffee. Okay. So my first one says, things are getting ready to happen out of sight. Oh. Oh. Hello. Oh, by Ivan Boland. Okay, so these must be parts of... Um, oh, do you remember the poet, Ivan Boland? Parts of poetry. Okay, Nathan, you open yours. supposed to be on the leaving cert my year, but never came up. Oh. You don't have to bite into it. Oh, Nathan has bitten into his fortune yeah, cookie. Just snap it in half. <laughs> and the little fortune piece of paper is in his mouth. Okay, have a listen to this. This yep. is a juicy one. Things are getting ready to happen out of sight. <laughs> by Ivan Boland. What do you think that means? What do you think that means? What does this mean? Okay, right. okay. I'll say they're going to be the same one. Here, have right. a taste. Ah, uh, drop it. Have a taste. Come on, it's a 10-second reel down the carpet. Quickly, put it in your okay. mouth. Okay, here we go. The second fortune cookie. Callum, have it? a taste. Okay. What do you think? Oh, very sweet. They're very sweet. Oh. Oh, go on. Tread lightly. All things one keeps go the way of flowers. So what does that mean? I know you like the garden. Tread lightly. All things one keeps go the way of flowers. So if you hold on to something for too much, it dies. That actually sounds like a threat, yeah. doesn't it? What's What's your second one over Watch there? Watch your Nathan? back. Tread lightly. Okay, here we go. Those are lovely. Open mine. Um, okay. Things are getting ready to happen out of sight. <laughs> By Ivan Boland. Honestly, what does that mean? What does it mean? So, describe the flavour of the fortune cookie. That's probably more interesting. It's a plain cookie, but it's very sugary. But I just want to say, this is how you do PR. We've never talked about any of the PR stuff before. Send us fortune cookies if you want your company read out on air. Brilliant. Uh, Poetryday.ie. Fair play to them. It has happened on the 28th of April. You deserve that shout out for the cookies. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Belters only make me feel good. I'm sure we're going to get many belters like that tonight from 6 to 8. Spins Friday Night Residency with DJ Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg back in the house. In the mix on your Friday from 6 till 8. He's back and he's bigger and badder than ever. Sorry, sir. Can I get some bangers and mash? Hold the mash. Just bangers. That's what I'm going to be giving you tonight. 6 till 8. Don't miss it. Right now, though giving you a few bangers and stories in the showbiz shootout Graham and I each have a showbiz story and then at the end producer Callum aka the big bad sheriff decides which one is better happy Friday to you happy sheriff. Friday let's get some showbiz in us now Graham I believe you have a fantastic story so do you mind if I get mine just out of the way alright okay. okay yeah Want to speak about legitimate friend of the show, Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't he have a whale of a time when he was in Dalkey? Oh, it's incredible. This is one of the most beautiful places we've ever been. Even in the lockdown, they're like, you've got to stay, you know, within two kilometers of your house. Well, I mean, two kilometers of here, there's 
there's trees and forests and woods and ocean. And I mean, it's just, I can't think of any place you'd rather want to be in a two kilometer radius of. Coming he up was to two years now. Yeah, two what years. A, what a feel old. Hey. That's, that's nearly two years old. God, life does go by quickly. He was staying in uh, ex Formula One Eddie Irvine's mansion in Dawkey. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Now, that mansion was sold last year for 3.5 million euro, and I can tell you it is currently back up for rent. Oh, right. You can rent it. Do you want to hear the price? Go on. You can now rent out the mansion that Matt Damon stayed in when he was in Dawkey for 8,400 euro a week. Wow. A week? A week. Now, Jeez, you need to win the cash machine today to even afford one week in there and then a little bit of extra money for electricity bills. Matt Damon was apparently paying seven grand a week, but he was staying there for months. He was having a great time. Lockdown, though. Not a lot of tourists coming in. You got a better deal. You're damn right. And in the description, when they're trying to promote why you want to rent out this place, live next to the stars. Ooh. Bono, The Edge, and Van Morrison. So will we be seeing Graham O'Toole and his beautiful girlfriend, Claire, living in Dalky very shortly? <laughs> well, we're moving in together very soon. Oh. Next weekend, to be exact. So are we moving to that house? Eight and a half grand a week? Well, maybe. Right, I got a story about Wagatha Christie. I don't know where this is right now. I don't know if it's back in court or what the story is, but there's a story about it. So Colleen Rooney says that Rebecca Vardy was selling stories to the paper. Rebecca Vardy says, that's libel, I'm bringing you to court. But Colleen Rooney has claimed in a Wag at the Christie libel case that Rebecca Vardy snitched on four other wags too. Oh! So Colleen claims in a witness statement a string of other wags came forward alleging they too had been betrayed, but this evidence has yet to been tested, okay? So, first off, Colleen alleged Manchester City star Kyle Walker's wife... Annie Kilner told her she suspected Vardy after the information she'd given her, which not many people knew about, ended up in the press. There's one. Rooney claimed Watford midfielder Tom Cleverly wife Georgina messaged her (laughs) saying that she she had told Vardy had done it to her after she featured in a newspaper column called The Secret Wag. Oh. All right, let's try and guess the next two footballers. Uh, What club do they play for? Right now, Celtic. Oh. Um, you know. Really know. You do. She further alleged Celtic goalkeeper Joe Hart's beautician um, wife, Kim... Oh, I met him before. ...told her she believed Vardy was behind an article about her that appeared in the same column, Secret Wag. And finally... What club? Uh, retired. Used to play for Spurs, Wolves and Fulham. Canute. No. Uh, Colin claimed model Danielle Lloyd, the ex-wife of former Spurs, Wolves and Fulham star Jamie O'Hara... Jamie O'Hara had arguments with Vardy about disclosing screen grabs of private conversations of the press. This is wild. To the screenshotting private conversations to the press. So this is still ongoing. So we still don't have a judgment here. I thought this was all be done now, but it's still ongoing. Um, but yeah, who's going to win? You'll find out here first. If it breaks at this specific time. Yeah, between the three hours that we're on the radio in the morning. We'll give it to you. Which is highly unlikely because aren't courts like mid-morning to late afternoon. Well, they might put it on early for us. Oh, just for us. Uh, that, that case has been going on for ages now, I'd like to it? be able to watch that case because you can watch the Johnny Depp Amber yeah. Heard case on telly. How come we can't watch Colin Rooney or Rebecca Verdi? I'm sure there'll be like an ITV documentary yeah. down the line about it. I- I'm going to give Graham the win this morning. Fair enough, yeah. A lot of there was a lot of stuff in there. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. You gotta get it wrong. You gotta get it wrong? 
You gotta get it rough. I tell you, a well-oiled machine here. We are right on time. This is the game we play every morning at 7.45. And all you got to do is get the questions wrong. And if you top or lead the board at the end of the week, which is this morning, you will win a Gotta Get It Wrong board game. The only way you can get your hands on one of the board games currently on top is Sue with 16 questions wrong in a minute. Good score. But can anybody beat her? The only person who can. Is John. John, how's things? Not too bad. How are you getting on, lads? Uh, John, we're absolutely <laughs> in flying form right now because uh, the weekend's deadly. just around the corner. Do you have any wild plans, brother? I'm heading to Sligo. Oh, lovely. What are you doing in Sligo? I'm going to go see the Coronas. Oh! The Coronas are one of the best live bands you will see. I've seen the Coronas live. Yep. Four times, I think, and every single time they get better. I absolutely love the Coronas. They did yeah. like a spin jingle ball many years ago when I was a spinny, and I, that was the first time I saw them live. And I promised myself, every time I can see them live, I will. Saw them at Electric Picnic a few years ago. They were unbelievable. So you're going to have an incredible night. Is it your first time seeing them live, or are you just are you a them, fan? I've seen them two or three times now. They're always deadly. Yeah, so. there. And you know every song. You know every single song. You don't I think know you do. I know most of them now. Take my hand. No, that's picture this. We could go walking. <laughs> picture this. Oh, sorry. Similar vibe, but different people and different band. Always, always. You're in my head. Gavin James. He's a solo artist. Oh, oh, the Cronus. Yes. Today is going to be the day that the. Go- <laughs> I'm only joking. Love the Cronus. Uh, John, who are you going to see them with? Uh, my girlfriend. Ah, you have a great Lovely, fantastic. Well, John, let's see. Can you kick off the weekend in even better style by winning a Gotta Get It Wrong board game? It is very simple. These are the rules. We are going to put one minute on the clock. you got to get as many questions wrong as you can. There is no repetition. Your answer must be in relation to the question, and you only got a couple of seconds to answer before the buzzer comes in. And we move on to the next one. It's very simple, John. 16 to beat. 17 puts you top, and you win the board game. Here we go. Name a Julia Roberts film. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Do your best impression of Mr. Krabs. Uh, pass. Sing the neighbor's theme song. Happy birthday to you. What date is Christmas Day? Uh, December 24th. What noise does a guinea pig make? Uh, wolf. Sing a Nile Horan song. Uh, two days is going to be the day. They're going to throw back to you. 66 minus 6. Uh, 12. 18 plus 12 is 34. True or false? Uh, false. Name an Al Pacino film. Um, Lord of the Rings What nationality is Louis Theroux? He's Irish Who is Brooklyn Beckham's wife? Uh, David Beckham Who is Brooklyn Beckham's father? Uh, Victoria Beckham Who is Brooklyn Beckham's mother? Uh, Name a colour in the rainbow <laughs> um, Black Who do I do the show with? Uh, two Johnnies How do you spell the word Toblerone? ABC. What is Akon's job? Oh, Out of time. Right. Okay. John Meal Flower, how did you find that? Tough. It's lots easier when you're in the car. Yeah. Not on the radio. Yeah, that is true. Before I reveal your score, Graham, you do a great impression of Mr. Krabs. <coughs> I have to clear my throat. Yes, to clear his throat. Bear with us, John. <laughs> oh, thank you for that wonderful no gift. Problem. No John, problem. you needed 17 to win the week. I can tell you, my man, you came on it and you got 14. Oh, no. Oh, 
curses. Not to worry, John. But have a fantastic evening in Sligo watching the Coronas, John. Enjoy it. Good luck. Thanks very much, man. Cheers. That means we have a winner, and her name is Sue. Go on, Sue. <laughs> she wins the Gotta Get It Wrong board game by topping our leaderboard and that could be you next week if you want to register to get in nice and early if you listen to the game every single morning and you're thinking I could do that well give us a WhatsApp with the word wrong right now to 87 It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan um, Interesting evening we have this evening because we're going to a little bit of a shindig because it spins 20th anniversary. Isn't that wild? We should have Congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy Spin birthday. 20 years on FM radio. And what's happening tonight is we're having a shindig to celebrate the achievement. And also, a lot of staff and presenters and producers from the past are going to be at this party. So you'll have the people who work in Spin like us and the people who used to work in Spin will be there too. Now, the thing about myself and Graham, with these events, we're extremely awkward people. Mm. It's hard to know what to say to anyone when you see them outside the office. So it's fair to say we're overthinking right now. Absolutely. But we've decided between the two of us we have a plan. Yeah. And because, see, we've been here, we've been in spin for... Seven, eight years? Seven, eight years. Producer Callum's been in spin for about four? Nearly five. Nearly five oh, it years. It feels like two weeks. So our plan is, when we're chatting to people that we met at the very beginning, because I was a spinny and we were doing Sunday nights, so when we're chatting to people who would have known us as kind of the new kids on the block and we're chatting away and things get a little bit awkward, our plan would be, we'd grab producer Callum and go, have you met producer Callum? Oh, I yeah. really don't want to go. And everyone's like, oh, is this producer Callum? And then we'll just, boom, yeah. we're, we're gone. Well, we're hoping that people will say, oh, the rap oh, god. No. Rap god, rap, rap god, rap, rap god. god. We had a work thing like maybe six weeks ago and it was a whole company thing, so people from News Talk were there. They didn't know my name, they just knew me as rap god <laughs> and I don't like this rhetoric. Do you remember before Christmas there was a big company oh. call and... I won an award <laughs> and it was Dermot from Dermot and Dave was like, he's also known as the rap god. Do a rap. And I was put <laughs> on the spot okay. in front of the whole oh, company oh on a video. Do a rap tonight. No, do a rap I'm tonight. Not, yeah. I'm not going. What rap song do you I'm think tonight? I like Big Butts. Oh, I like Big Butts. Yeah, that would be Has great. Be. That would go down well. Oh, so I've got pre-game anxiety already then. So we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So Chris, who's one of the managers in here, will obviously be doing a speech because he's been here for so many years. We'll get in his ear. And we'll say, no. can you no. bring the yeah. rap god up? It would be an honour <laughs> to have the current rap god do a performance to celebrate 20 years of spin. I'm not going I'll bring it. sunglasses no, for going. your performance. I'm not, I'm not doing it. This night has turned into something that could have been awkward. <laughs> I actually can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for <laughs> it's it. It's awkward for me. <laughs> it's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Jack Jones and M&EK. You had what did you have? Yeah, I you know. had three, uh, nearly three Are you not minutes. Cough anymore? You had three minutes. I see. To cough, yes. and you waited the second oh, I put great. up the microphone to go. <clears throat> Let me explain how a cough works. Okay. Yeah, there you go on. That wasn't a cough. You cleared your throat. No, that was a cough. Something got stuck in my throat. This guy. This bloody guy. I tell, I tell you, you, I tell you're working with the best in the business. <laughs> Listen to this. I want to know this morning on 087-711-1038. When have you ruined a surprise? Okay. This is because he's a friend of the show. It's because he works on the show sometimes. He works in spin. His name is Nick Kay. He is a resident Australian. And this week, something beautiful happened. Because his family 
live in Australia. Well, his family are here now. So, here now, sorry. But, like, his brother and his parents yes. live in Australia. And this week, his brother Vic came from Australia and surprised him with a visit. You come from a land down it was beautiful. So Vic came over and surprised Nick. The thing about it is, is I knew about it for the last two months, I'd say, because Nick's wife, Caroline, asked me, could you mind asking your boss, could you book some time off work for Nick so he doesn't know, but he has to do it in the sly. It's a lovely surprise. And to organise a night out with some of the lads in work. Yeah. So I did that. Now, my next problem was, do I tell you and producer Callum or not? And I had to tell you so you would be free the weekend that we were going out. But my big fear would be that you would ruin the surprise somehow. But to my surprise, it wasn't Nathan I had to worry about. It was producer Callum. Producer Callum, every day, he was like sweating in the corner going, I'm just going to ruin the surprise. I know I'm going to ruin the surprise. Now, you didn't end up ruining the surprise. No. But you were... You were the weak link in this chain, and I'm very surprised. I have a working relationship with Nick where I chat to him a lot of the days uh, while we're at work. We have lunch together, so there are more chances I would have talking to him to ruin the surprise than you two would have. Because sometimes he pops in in the morning, and then sometimes you don't really deal with him throughout the rest of the day. But then, like, it was just in my mind because it was such a nice thing... I just didn't want to blurt it out. Well, by not wanting to blurt it out, it was always on the tip of my tongue that I was going to blurt it out. And I was just so worried that I was going to ruin this massive surprise. Like, imagine if this happened to any of you and you found out from this English idiot in the corner, oh, the brother that you've not seen in nearly three years is coming over and it's me that ruins it for you. And it was over 24 hours and then producer Callum ruins it. It was so funny because there was a video of Vic arriving at Nick's house and normally these videos are so emotional. You know, you expect tears, maybe a lot of hugging. Vic walks through. (laughs) Nick is sat in his back garden with his kids. And Nick goes, what? What are you doing here? And Vic goes, hi there. I'm your brother Vic. Nice to meet you. (laughs) It was brilliant. Nick is just in a state of shock. But what was really funny was we went out last Saturday. We had a great night. And Nick kept saying to us, here, look. Vic has come all this way from Australia. He's so excited to be in Ireland. Can you find a bar with some trad songs? And you kept saying, look, man, it's a Saturday night. We won't be able to find it now. It's going to be too busy. So we went to this pub, and the first song we heard when we walked in was James Arthur, Impossible, the song he won the X Factor with. Oh, yeah, this is a trad song, This is a traditional Irish song. From James Arthur. <laughs> He's from Connemara. And it's called Impossible. About, about him growing up on the, on the bog fields of the west of Ireland. It's impossible to foot some turf. That's what that's about, Vic. Really? Yes. Yes, it is. So, listen, we want to know, have you ever ruined a surprise? Oh. Just about, we kept it together and we didn't ruin the surprise. But have you? We got a message in from Sarah. I used to work in a five-star hotel on reception. And when people were celebrating a special occasion, a note would pop up on their reservation as we checked them in so we could acknowledge the occasion. That makes sense. So one day I came into one of my colleagues in floods of tears because she read one of the pop-ups wrong and congratulated a couple on their engagement when the man was actually planning to propose to his girlfriend that evening. No! I didn't see it happen, but apparently the man just walked away. Oh, oh no! 
That would be one of those instances where I would try and get the CCTV footage of the reception and see the moment where that happened. Oh. Oh. Do you know what must happen all the time? When people are going away on trips, because a lot of people like to propose to their partner when they're going on yeah. holidays, yeah. bringing the engagement ring through security. My friend Dan yeah. came, I think he got engaged in Ireland, um, and he had to bring the wedding ring over in security. He said he hid it in his shoe, but he let his wife-to-be go through security first, and then he said to the security putting the bags through, there's a ring in the shoe. If it flags up, just scan it. Don't make a big deal out of no, it. Okay, that's a good idea. Interesting. That Zara joins us. Tell us about the secret that was ruined. So it was a good while ago now, lads. Uh, I was about just turned eighteen, and I was at the staying in my friend's house. And basically, she was trying to convince me to get up and get dressed and get out of my pajamas before we went home because there was a surprise at home that I wasn't aware of. But I literally refused to get dressed. She kept me, come on Zara, put your makeup on, get dressed and whatever else. I wouldn't do it. So I ended up walking home in my pajamas and walking into a surprise 18 party with all my friends and family Aww. in my house. In a onesie with my hair up in a home bun and not a screed of makeup on me. I call, so you kind of ruined the surprise that was she was trying to organise for you. In, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, do you know what? Yeah. Sarah, at least you were comfortable yeah. in your PJs. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's, that's it. And Zara, was, oh, yeah. was your friend all dolled up? Was she doing her makeup and getting all ready yeah, for the party you didn't know about? Yeah, she had her makeup and all done. Like, so, but I was literally, I'm going back to my house. Like, I'm going home to relax. I'm not putting my makeup and all on. I'll get ready when we get there and all. She's like, oh no, come on, we just get ready in mine. And I was like, no, it's grand. Like, I have all my own stuff in my house. I'll do it when I get home. So he strolled when, into everybody being in my house with a onesie. <laughs> when you arrived at the party, did you quickly change or did you just stay put? I was. I think I just. I ended up just staying put. Ah, you're damn honest, right. Just, <laughs> you're a comfy. <laughs> I'm just comfortable. Good night, everybody Sarah. Everybody was already seeing me in my pajamas, so I may as well have that. Like. Yeah, did you have a good night? <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah well, what I can remember. And yeah. anyway, I'm nearly 30 now, so... <laughs> Well, Zara, thank you so much for getting in contact. Good luck. No bother, lads. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. We had a very entertaining evening last night. Myself and Graham, we are on the television. The 6 o'clock show, Virgin Media won. The hosts last night, Martin King and Una Healy. Let us tell you. We were so excited to see Martin King. Oh, wow. We were so excited. And listen to this, Callum. In the green room, all right, beforehand, ourselves, Ellen Keane was on it as well, Paralympic gold medal medalist, and um, Uncle Cullum from Derry Girls. Oh, he's great. So we're all in the green room. And then about 10 minutes before the show, Martin King comes in, sits down with us and just chats. Ah. Just to kind of make us all feel relaxed. I go... What a pro. Yeah. What a pro. And then I, I decided to kind of bond with Martin. Oh, you were bonding so well. On the way to, as yeah. we walked together towards He's the TV established studio. established broadcaster. I said, Martin, when I was a young and working in the hardware shop, I'd go, I'd always have you on on a Saturday morning. I said, I'd be listening to you on Today FM. And I remember you used to do this segment about guessing what the sound is. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 we used to do that. No, 20 past seven. Ah. And I go, I am in with Martin. However, I don't like to say this. I think there might be a little bit of beef between Martin King and myself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want at all. So we were on there to promote our brand new podcast. Oh. Will you shift my friends? Available sorry. on the Go Loud app and wherever you get your podcast. We talked to 
instrumental people in Irish society about shifting. I'm a first-time listener. What sort of guests have you had on this uh, amazing podcast so far? Three guests. Greg O'Shea, Justine Stafford and James Cavanagh. Sounds good to me. But we were doing our bit. We were in the third quarter. We were sitting down talking about shifting. And then Martin went to go to the break. And we were staying for the cooking segment, which we were very excited yeah, about. Yeah, very excited about it. The chef was Ashleen Larkin and she was preparing something, a delicious meal with Dal, and I believe it was some chicken. Yeah, so at the end, and I thought this was a very loose conversation, and Martin was going to the ads saying they were sticking around. I'll, I'll play this and you be the judge of Martin's... Uh, kind of beef towards me or should I say chicken mm-hmm. uh, Nathan and Graham great to have you on so, and it's, oh, it's oh. Graham and Nathan ah, look I'm the star of the show <laughs> uh, Nathan and Graham great to have you on yeah. you're staying with us this, yeah. this is the first we're busy sofa we've had so busy, so since good. all the COVID I haven't had dinner so I'm looking forward to a bit of chicken yeah Yeah. right um, we'll <laughs> talk to you during the break <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next we're all heading over uh, to keep Ashley and company in the kitchen as she makes her lentil dal with, with, with chicken We'll see you after the break. Oh, I don't think there was any beef uh, there. Look, there wasn't a good response it when wasn't. Graham said, here, I haven't had dinner. I can't wait to have some food. But the way he said, oh, we'll chat to you in the break, that was very tongue-in-cheek. It was very, like... But we knew we were having chicken. We but, all discussed it beforehand. We're having chicken dal. But they hadn't mentioned at the start of the show. Oh, oh sorry. Is that supposed to be a surprise? Surprise! All right. And then now another incident <laughs> occurred here. Well, I just give the backstory. Another incident between myself and Martin. So before we went onto the TV, we found out that we were going to be eating lentil dal with some chicken. Okay, and you said to me, Graham, "Hey, set myself up for a joke. I have a great joke here. Just say, oh, my good buddy Graham here knows what dal is.' Yeah. Okay. But then." I was thinking about it and I go, actually, don't do it. It's a really bad joke. And you were like, okay, I won't do it. Nathan went and did it anyway. And this was my pathetic joke. But I don't think Martin enjoyed my joke. Great now, shift. Actually, <laughs> Graham uh, knows what Dal is. <laughs> okay. Well, can you explain? I don't actually. I'm more of a, a frozen pizza type of guy. But um, oh. chicken means Dal delicious or Dal-lightful. It's short. It's short. We, we, we use that guy. It's yeah. short. Yeah. Well, yeah. short. There you go. Then. Short. It's a lentil. Lentil basically. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we used that joke and it didn't work then. <laughs> it's not going to work now. <laughs> All right, Martin. So what we found it afterwards was Martin actually said it at the top of the show but I wasn't listening because I was on my phone because <laughs> you were thinking of a joke <laughs> so I don't know is I there think beef I think you're creating fake I think there needs to be some sort of charity boxing match <laughs> between yourself and Martin Martin looks strong oh he has a massive back he looks strong I wouldn't be confident to take on Martin but I'm still a massive fan I still love you Martin oh, King yeah. even if you don't like my chicken lines or my dal jokes here we go yeah and what I'm going to do is I'm going to extend an olive branch out to Martin King and I'm going to invite him to the gotta get it wrong after dark night at 22 oh, that would be great Martin here you come come to the night he's not listening make peace with Graham I don't think he knows what we did he can sit in the corner and like he does on the telly on the stage and just commentate just gonna throw it out there would you be open to doing a diss track about Martin King <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly Eminem I'd be open but only if he did if he did it first okay. I would rebuttal <laughs> we have to wait for him Martin can go first <laughs> So there, a big thank you to Virgin Media ah, 1 and 6 great. o'clock Thanks show. So a lot much. of fun being on. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. 
It's 9.08 on Fully Charged with Graham and Nathan. I've been doing a little bit more snooping on the old Game of Thrones studio tour website I for tell you. you, you're going to be blocked from that website. You're on it so much. So you are asking yesterday about the food and stuff. Is yeah. there food? If you are going, it's located at the entrance. What? So you can get fed before you go okay, into the studio Okay, but let's get door. down to the nitty gritty. I can't find the What's full on the menu. menu. I presume the full menu changes. Honestly, you have been on that computer for hours. But they have ale, batter, fish and chips. And plant-based dishes such as grilled mushrooms. That's clearly a menu. Just no, it's not. read no. what's <laughs> okay. underneath that line. I will, I will read you the paragraph. The best information you've given us is that the food is at the entrance. Our studio cafe seated restaurant is positioned... Oh, right. So they've got two places. They've got the lobby cafe for little bits just before with barista-style coffee and the studio cafe located at the centre of the tour and is the ideal place to relax and recharge, serving a delicious range of lovingly prepared dishes from breakfast until closing time. We have something for everyone. All our menus are made using the finest local ingredients and designed to suit all tastes from firm favourites such as ale, batter, fish and chips to plant-based dishes such as grilled mushroom and roasted onion with beetroot relish. fish and chips relish. look lovely. I just I'm went sorry. on their Instagram page. It's on your screens if you have it Is open. It, yeah. and I looks got fantastic. Can I tell you? Only food and drink purchased at the studio tour oh. can be consumed on site, but you can bring your own reusable water bottle. Okay, look, have we even explained what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Nathan, you give it a go. I think we should say that we have tickets to give away to the Game of Thrones studio tour yes. in Bambridge, Northern Ireland, okay? As Graham said, you can visit a nice cafe, you can bring your reusable water bottle. Okay, here we go. What's the name of the ca- two cafes? Were you listening <sighs> to me? I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was not listening. The Lobby Cafe. Yeah. And that, where's that located? At the entrance. And the studio cafe? At the entrance. At the middle. Middle, So you right. can recharge Good halfway through. Well, we've got a pair of adult tickets with Dublin coach transfers and a Game of Thrones goodie bag. Not just food, you can jump into interactive experiences and delve into the secrets of filmmaking as well. It's going to be a remarkable experience. This is perfect for any Game of Thrones fan. So if you'd like to try and win these tickets this morning, all you got to do is text or WhatsApp us the word THRONES. Plus who you are and where you're from to 087-711-1038. It is as simple as that. And we'll have a winner in just over five. Trying to win this prize where we're going to send people to Bambridge is Megan and Laura. Let's start with Megan. Are you a fan of Game of Thrones? I am a bit of a fan, but my dad is a way big fan. So I want to win these to bring him. Oh, that's lovely. You want to make Papa proud. Do you mind if I ask you a question, Megan? Yeah. You've probably been asked this before, but if you were a dragon, <laughs> what would you be and why? How do you mean? Uh, Sorry, I'm gonna Megan, that's a stupid Sorry, question. The question's what for do Megan. You, what do you mean? Sorry, the question's for Megan. If you were a dragon, you're, what would you be? You're being rude right now. <laughs> okay, uh, Megan, fair. okay, answer it then. Maybe I'm mistaken. Come on, Megan. If you were a dragon I mean, there's only one kind, no fire breathing. Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, great <laughs> no. answer. Great answer, Megan. Thank you. Stop interrupting Megan Graham. Well sorry, Laura. If you were if you were a dragon, what dragon would you be? Um I don't know. I don't watch Game of Thrones. 
Yeah. Oh, we don't know. But him. if you were to think, if you were thinking, like, there's an array of dragons, what would it be? You're thinking what? of dinosaurs. Stop. <laughs> You're thinking of dinosaurs, Nathan. Dragons aren't real. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a dragon person. Do you so say? She said Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Messy. Right, Megan, you're on line one. This is how it's going to work. You get to choose whether you play or pass. You can choose to answer the question. If you get it right, you will win the passes. But if you get it wrong, Laura will win. However, you can pass it to Laura and the same rules apply to her. So are you going to play or pass this Game of Thrones question, Megan? I'm pretty sure I just heard Laura say she hasn't watched Game of Thrones, so I might pass it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Laura, strap yourself in. Here is your question. What is defended by the Night's Watch? Five seconds, go. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't a clue. Guess, what, what would you defend? On. Follow your heart. You're out of time. You're out of time ah. anyway. Megan, do you know the answer? Uh, the wall. The wall is your correct. But you're going anyway. Congratulations. <laughs> you and your dad Deadly. are going so to Bambridge to the Game of Thrones studio tour and you get Dublin coach transfers and a goodie bag as well. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Have a great weekend. Perfect. Thanks so much. See you. Bye. Love this one from Welshie. I love dragons. <laughs> he thinks dragons are dinosaurs. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Boys and girls, who wants a riddle? Oh, I hope you like cinema passes. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's so difficult. Where does he get these riddles from? The man is a genius. Nathan's hired one. Mind blown. Mmm, I'm satisfied. You know, I don't even know if this is a riddle. It's a bit of a brain teaser, isn't it? I don't mind brain teasers. Oh, yeah? I like the brain teaser. Oh, okay. So I do. Right, let's go to the phone lines to see can anyone guess Nathan's hired one this week. Donna, good morning. Good morning. Yup, yup, Donna. Are you a fan? Um, yes, kind of. And the only reason I say kind of is because I'm not usually very good at it. Okay. Okay, so she's kind of a fan. Do you think that Nathan's hard one is coming to the end of the road? I'm sorry, what? Oh, God, no. Okay. No, it's staple. It's staple. It has to stay, Donna. It's a staple. It's a staple. I'm saying it right now for the record. Yeah. When Nathan's hard one goes... I go. Oh! oh. You heard it Whoa. here first, Donna. Well, then we have to keep it, most mm. definitely. You hear that? Well, we could get rid of it tomorrow. Yeah, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> but you just can't want to get rid of it after the show. Absolutely. <laughs> Rude. Okay, let's give the riddle one more time. What common English verb becomes its own past tense by rearranging its letters? To eat. What was that, Donna? To eat. 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 Why, why are you going with eat? Because it becomes eight. <gasps> eight. And you're not talking about the number eight? No, definitely not. E-A-T. Take the A, put it first. Take the T, put it second. Finish with an E. I tell you, Donna, <laughs> you are a blooming wordsmith. Yes! 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 Donna, tell me, do you do Wordle or any crosswords? You're a genius with the no, words. No, you don't. Not. Maybe no. you should because you're very Maybe good with the words. <laughs> Donna, congratulations. You are this week's winner of Nathan's Hard One. You've won a pair of IMC Cinema yes. Passes because you of much. your ability to figure out Nathan's Hard One. Thank you so much for listening to the show and have a great weekend. Goodbye. You too. Bye-bye. See you, Bye. Donna. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. I'm fully charged with Graham and Nathan and I think you're going to be a fan of this one, Nathan, because I know you
you love celebrity? I love celebrities. I'm obsessed with them. BuzzFeed article 35 times celebrities were really decent to normal human beings. Do you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to sit back because this is a hell of a story. Okay, let's. I've got a few here that I've picked out. I'm going to start one about Will Ferrell. Okay. So it comes from a. It's a long message. I'm going to kind of. Condense it, it in yeah, your yeah. own words. So basically a five-star hotel person used to work in a five-star hotel in San Diego during Comic-Con and they were told there's going to be a lot of very famous people in here. Do not ask them for photos or autographs. This is where we take up the story. And they told they would be promptly fired if they did. One guy decided it was worth it and was fired on the spot. And I think Will Ferrell must have heard about it. He spent the next day or two at the hotel asking employees if he could have a photograph with them and an autograph. He didn't have a camera, so the employees would take theirs and email the pictures to him later. He was a super cool guy. Oh, that is so good. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Did he break up a fight is there anything to do with that that's not really a kind thing. yeah it is a kind thing go on it's not that one no. okay Ryan Gosling paid for my parking on Hollywood Boulevard once we had parked in the same parking lot he was leaving as we were arriving and I struck up conversation with him real quick he asked where I was from why I was there who I was with I was on spring break with nine friends and we had two cars between us he says don't worry about parking today, man. I'll cover you for the whole weekend. Have a fun spring break. It was so cool. Oh. He is just as nice in real life as you think he would be. I am delighted to hear that about my main man, Ryan Gosling. Do you have a story about Harry Styles? No. I have a quick story about Go. Harry Styles that I saw online. I remember someone said they were walking their dog and they realised that they had to, let's say, pick up milk, okay? Okay. So they have the dog, but they don't have the dog to to tie, you know, the dog to a tree or anything. And Harry Styles was walking by and saw all this. I think this took place in America. And he says, I'll mind your dog while you go into the shop. And there's a picture of Harry Styles holding someone's dog. Brilliant. Isn't that just amazing? That's a nice story. So nice. Very fun. I've got one here about LeBron James. I was at a shoe store in Cleveland and I was looking at the new LeBron sneakers. I was 18 at the time. A tall shadow appeared over me. And when I turned around, it was LeBron James standing there. He smiled and said, you want my new shoes? I stumbled over my words for a few seconds and told him I was thinking about buying a pair that day. He then asked for my size, went up to the front desk and bought me two pairs. Oh, wow. One he signed and the other he said was for my practice. Um, my post moves in. It was one of the best days of my life. Any other? Come on. What do you think uh, LeBron James's uh, shoe size is? 14. Oh, I'd say 14. Is it 14? Is he actually? Yeah. No wow. Great job. I have another one about uh, another basketball player, Michael Jordan. My cousin caddied for Michael Jordan at a charity golf tournament. He's around 14 years old at the time when baggy pants were all the rage. By hole nine, my cousin was sweating in the Midwest heat. As they passed the pro shop to proceed the hole ten... Michael stopped and handed my cousin his credit card saying it's hot outside and you're sweating run inside and get yourself some shorts my cousin quickly got a pair of shorts and caddied the rest of the round and MJ tipped him $600 wow and finally what do you think Michael Jordan's shoe size is 15 13 13 got a new talent from Graham here new talent Guess the shoe size right I want Rowan Atkinson get his shoe size up you know Mr Bean yeah so Rowan Atkinson and his family were in the same ski group as me and my family in France. My family were really excited as we were all we all loved Black Adder, Thin Blue Line and Mr. Bean. When Rowan, his wife, his daughter and my family first met up, we introduced ourselves as huge fans of his. 
and if he wouldn't mind giving us his autograph. He said he'd do us one better and took us out for dinner after we finished skiing. It was the funniest dinner I've ever had. Oh, that's That's a lovely story. Callum? No shoe stats for Mr Bean. I think it's because it's basketball players and they generally have big feet. Nothing about Mr Bean. What about Teddy? (laughs) Let's say it on three, what we both think. One, two, three. Nine. All right, well, I got it wrong. Thanks for listening to the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Make sure to subscribe to get the podcast sent straight to your phone every day. And catch Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged, weekday mornings from 7 on Spin 1038.